Sound bar. Boom. Mm, I do like oh. the land shark. I'm addicted. <sighs> I'm addicted. You might as well face it. I'm addicted to land shark. <laughs> Robert Palmer. Now you get much Robert up. Palmer action on the metal for dollars. That's true. Next about thing you know, 10 years, that's a, what we'll be listening yeah. to. You're going to be a Dolphins fan next thing God, you know. I might have. I, maybe I should be. <laughs> I don't even think I've ever seen Noof drink a land shark. No. <laughs> it's tasty and a good deal. And I don't feel like shit the next day. <laughs> and Boy, a good deal. I, I can't felt, believe you left at 6.30 that morning. Yeah. I was like, what? Well, I wanted to catch... Um, Cheryl's boyfriend was leaving for North Carolina, and I wanted to catch him uh, before he left, and he had, he left. I missed him by like oh, 15 minutes. I don't know how you do it, because... <laughs> yeah, ain't going to happen tomorrow, I'll tell you that much. I was pretty rugged for like the first two hours yeah, I was, was awake. Like, I was rugged the whole fucking day. Yeah. Took That's me like... I mean, that fucking icy light. Yeah. Man. Took me like a fucking hour to eat two pieces of toast. I'm like, are you going to eat that, or are you going to hold it? God damn. Getting too old for this shit, man. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but you guys keep doing it. We'd still do it. Goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. You don't keep living, you're dying. That's <laughs> 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 the quote of the year there. <laughs> oh, no. Ah. Yes, Balls. Oh, Christ, we finally got a lucky goal. Yeah. I got my first goal in three years. I'm <laughs> the best fucking player in the world, though. Fuck you, you fucking Spanish mustache fucking <laughs> pedophile motherfucker. Get on my face. Fucking penguins probably win the goddamn cup. They'll get awarded McDavid because they win the cup. That's how they're going to fix the draft. Surprise. Surprise, <laughs> We fixed it. Anyway. Yes, Metal for Dummies is back in action two weeks in a row. I think it's the first. Or did we do two weeks in a row from the awards to... Uh, who cares? But uh, we've been kind of doing every time. other week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of Pittsburgh, lunch is going to be in enemy territory next weekend for... I hope the pens aren't in town at that point. <laughs> for our graduation. Actually, I think... Uh, I don't know what game it is, but... There would be a game of this series on that Sunday if if well, it goes that we'll far. Be well, you'll be tidying back. things up. We'll be heading out Sunday yeah. afternoon. Right, right. Jesus. <laughs> well, Stanko, it's your list. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, Mr. Wolf. Our top yeah, yeah, yeah songs. I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah. It was got to be like Wednesday this week and. All of a sudden, I was like in panic mode, thinking, trying to fight, come up with a list. And at that point, I knew it had to be something where we didn't have to do a lot of listening and research and right. whatnot. We're going to do top Motley Crue albums for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Stewart. Stewart. <laughs> um, so somehow this popped in my head. This is going to be uh, another negative one, which we love doing. Mm. Do you love that? Uh, so, yeah, two negative lists in a row here. This week, we have our top ten disappointing albums of all time. All time. Now, it's similar... All time with an asterisk. If we do this another ten seasons, then we could do this again. Right, right, yeah. Up to <laughs> Ot 15. Yeah. 
<laughs> April. It's kind of like uh, I don't know how long now we've been that we've been doing the CD of the year podcast. But, well, or, how long have we done the, our most disappointing? We, with with yeah, that here and there with that deal, I think we did that even when we were just doing write-in ballots. Yeah, I don't remember. Yachts. I don't either. But it's kind of like that, you know. The last, at least as long as we've been doing the podcast CD of the year, we've done most disappointing. Right. But this is just all a time play on that, and yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, this should be fun. We always like doing these negative ones. We get to get a little. Jabbing. Angry. Punch yeah. is already angry tonight because the Sabres lost the draft lottery and it went to Edmonton. That's what pisses me off. Right. I knew they were going to probably lose it. They had an 80% chance of losing it. Anybody that's worth their salt and math knows that 80% chance of losing the draft was pretty high. Right. But the fact that Edmonton gets their fourth first round pick, in number one overall years. in the last six years, huh? Fishy. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Edmonton Oilers. You Amen. suck. They're trying to do what they did to the Penguins with the Oilers, it seems like. Yeah. You know, the Pens them, of them, the West, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, guess what? Sabres of Jack Eichel, Evander Kane, <laughs> Sam Reiner, and a whole cast of 17-year-olds that are going to be fucking good. So suck my dick, suck my ass, wow. and suck everything, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> sick of it. I'm fucking sick of Gary Bettman with the conspiracies, and he's a piece of shit. God damn it. I hope him and Roger Goodell get run over by a fucking bus. Maybe you should start doing a Dear Mr. Bettman like yeah. you used to do yeah, Dear, Dear Mr. Mr. Goodell. Goodell. You should. Uh, we talked about it before about. Possibly doing a little hockey, hockey podcast yeah. here and there, but then we're like, Christ, we can only get one or two people to listen to these ones. Who the hell would we get to listen to that? Yeah. <laughs> the only people who might on our Facebook wall are Pens fans, so they right. listen to like two seconds and realize, uh, <laughs> not for me. Yeah. Maybe I'll get Mark Swanson to listen. He's a light. That's fan. true. Yeah, and he's <laughs> kind of a nerd, so he probably has nothing better to do. <laughs> oh, all right. Just kidding, Mark. We're going to jump into our list. Yep, you go first. It's your list. Remember, we've been rambling, so it is top ten most disappointing albums of all time. Yeah. I got a little... Oh, albums we had high hopes and aspirations <laughs> for that just last down. I, I had a little... I got a little uh, variety as far as... Uh, I do, too. ...eras that these come from. Right. Like <laughs> we talked a little before, There's. it's interesting. I'm very interested in this. Yeah. So, take her away, Shooter McGavin. So, my number 10. That's where we start. Kind of back in the day. 78. You, not that far back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it was, this came out the year after I graduated. Oh, 79. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a roll. I'm vicious. You want, some, you want negative? You got it. <laughs> well, you got it. Uh, yeah, that's right. And this just happens to be one of Munch's... All-time favorite bands, Def Leppard. Oh gosh, I got Def Leppard. They've never disappointed me. <laughs> I've always expected them to suck. <laughs> I got Def Leppard with Adrenalize. 
Adrenalize. Adrenalize. Sounds like a new metal fan yeah. album title. Adrenalize. Uh, this is the album. Now, it came out five years <coughs> after Hysteria, which was their big blow-up album. Mm-hmm. But this was the follow-up to that five years later because they toured fucking forever off of Hysteria. You never heard the uh, (laughs) mantra, strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. (laughs) And, yeah, so this come out, 92, I believe. And the first single is that fucking gay-ass song. Narrow it down a little more. uh, Let's Get Rocked. No. Or whatever. The video was fucking horrible. The song was horrible. It's Death Leopard. What do you expect? I, I bought the album just because, uh, you know, I liked uh, Pyromania. I liked Hysteria. So you like Death Leopard. I like fan. No I, problem. Right. And not only did that first single suck ass, pretty much the whole rest of the album followed suit. It, it was fairly bad. <laughs> I mean, and then from and then after that, I just this was kind of the album where I just kind of lost uh, interest in Def Leppard. Well, it could have been on last week's list, then. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I say right. it had to be. Um, could have been. Yeah, you know the. I was kind of looking at my long list from last week. I'm thinking, God, why didn't they at least have a long list? Anyway, so yeah. Too much shit, that's why. Yeah. Def Leppard Adrenalize, back in the one day, 92. I could have stopped that one. Um, not the way, in my opinion, to follow up your two best albums with this piece of rat shit. <laughs> oh! <laughs> He's a rat <laughs> shit. Rat regeneration. Uh, yeah. God damn it. Uh, yeah, this game's Party's over. over. Instant replay. Crosby again. <laughs> My number 10 is not going to be such a viciousness, but, uh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> I got a little band called Puddle of Mud. Oh. With, uh, Life on Display. No. And, uh, excuse me for not writing it down. Was that the sophomore The sophomore. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I didn't write all my years down. I just happened to yeah, know that. Because I looked at that. I today. can't think of... What was the name of the first one? Was it Come, Blur, or Come, Come Clean? Yeah. Come Clean, like Walmart did with all their yeah. CDs. Oh, <laughs> but we'll get to that. <laughs> Sanko's got a little story. <laughs> Although everybody that listens to this probably saw it on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, this album, and the first song, and again, I've been drinking and I didn't write it down. The first song in this album is fucking awesome. Falling, coming, I don't know. Who knows? I didn't say falling away from me. That's corn. I don't know. Who cares? The fucking, I'm not wasting so much time on number 10. The first fucking song is fucking one of the best Puddle of Mud songs, period. If I had to do, and people would be laughing, oh, 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 they're not rock, they're not metal, you guys are losers. Well, fuck you. <laughs> you guys are losers. <laughs> Maybe we are, but at least we're on iTunes and you're not. Uh-huh. <laughs> I told you, I'm fucking angry tonight. <laughs> First angry? fucking song, <laughs> it might be my favorite Puddle of Mud song, yet. period. <laughs> period. Blood. Period, period, blood. <laughs> the rest of the fucking album sucks. 
fucking terrible. There might that be one. you made when you said sucks was, that was great. Sucks. <laughs> Maybe there's one or two other okay songs. I don't even know. That stinks so bad. <laughs> when was the last time you listened to this album? When it came out? 2006. <laughs> the whole album? Yeah, probably like the day it came out. That's another thing with pretty much all the albums on this list. No, because you don't like, go back to them too often. That, that was, no, no. That was kind of another thing that I kind of thought of when I yeah. was putting it together. <laughs> so, and I really liked Come Clean. I mean, right. Great album. Just good rock. Just a good rock album. Yeah, nothing heavy, nothing ultra fancy. Just good yeah, rock and roll. Good rock, good singer. But, and I've liked stuff they've put out since. But. Boy, what a hunk of shit album! Yeah. And the follow up, I don't know, man. Yeah, they're following up a big that big yeah. debut and just, big hits. Uh, kind of what was the oh half the album of Come Clean was yeah she fucking hates blurry me. blurry yeah, yeah it was, it was a song uh, yeah I mean there were five or six singles off that yeah but when you always did it carry yeah that's what I, was, I don't remember the name of that one Control Control yeah. Very good, very good. Yeah, a lot of good songs on that album. So, not so much on life on display. Piece of shit on display, maybe. Yeah, a giant turd with some peanuts in it, which will probably be us tomorrow since we're drinking beer and eating peanuts. Well, my number nine, and this is one of Munch's favorite bands. Pick on my joking bands. last time. Uh, I was joking on number joking. ten. I'm not joking on this one. No All joking. jokes aside, <laughs> <laughs> no laughing matter. <laughs> my number nine. I got Godsmack four. This is the album coming after three. Probably yes. <laughs> probably my favorite Godsmack. Okay. It's close. It's close though. I mean, but. Yeah. It's after Faceless, which is definitely, if it's not first, it's second. If it's mm-hmm. not first, it's last. No, it's, if it's not first, it's second. <laughs> uh, so I was all, you know, at this point, Godsmack's on a roll. Debut album, good. Excellent, yeah. Awake, great. Better, yeah. Faceless, great. Four. I'm with you. Four's <laughs> probably my least favorite of theirs. I, I just, still like it. I I swear I've only listened to it four times. Maybe maybe four times. Maybe. Maybe. I don't even know if I got to four times. Yeah. Wow. It just You've listened to the new Lincoln Park fifteen times? Yeah. I've listened to the New Lincoln Park more, I bet, than well, maybe Fox you should go four. listen to four. <laughs> maybe I should some more since you've got all this free time on your hands. <laughs> uh no, I, I just, agree, it's probably my least favorite of their albums. And I I'm trying to think of the single, the first single they released off it, I remember "Speak." Yeah, I like that, song. that wasn't uh, that oh, even yeah. kind of fell oh, flat yeah. to me. It, you fell flat <laughs> on your face. There was just <laughs> there wasn't just anything on that album that I was overly excited about. I just couldn't get into oh, it. The words so. of the dude. That's like your opinion, man. Right. <laughs> well. Why it's, no, my, that's why it's my list. That's your list. <laughs> it's not on mine, so. but I can see where you're coming from because you're. Like it I said, underwhel- it, was, it was underwhelming for sure. Yeah. I can see where you're coming underwhelming from. Underwhelming for like, sure. <laughs> coming off the roll they were on. Yeah. 
I mean, those first three albums are fucking phenomenal. You know, I mean... Yeah. You could have switched places with the new album and four, and then almost been okay with their catalog. You would have said, well, they're back. It's not quite as good as what their other stuff was. You, you know right. what I mean? It's, it's all perspective. Right. I think if they would have came out with 1,000 horsepower there... Right. Yeah, and like you said with Poe Mud, obviously we've talked about it. We like the stuff right, they they've recovered, released since. Yeah. They've recovered, obviously, but... Yeah, that, boy. Godsmack 4, in my mind, is pretty fucking huge clunker in their catalog. My number nine. Oh. So disappoint. Because I was hyped up for this, man, because, holy Jesus, people. Geeking out. I'm a big-ass motherfucking fan <laughs> of Chuck Billy. Chuck Billy. And I heard he had this sideband. Oh. We got one of the coolest fucking names you're ever going to hear, Dublin Death Patrol. Dublin Death Patrol. But if you listen to last week's podcast, you're going to come up with a formula, formula? for disaster. <laughs> and that's this Steve Sousa, or whatever the fuck his first name is. <laughs> that fucking son of a bitch ruins this album. It's got good music. It's got Chuck Billy singing real good. And then you get nasally fucking Gilbert Godfrey fucking gravelly Steve Sousa coming on. Holy fucking Jesus. The guy's so wonderful. Yeah. Fuck. I, <laughs> I didn't even... I bypassed Munch Tunes. I went straight. <laughs> Do not pass Munch Tunes. Go directly to jail, go to iTunes, throw $10 of your life away, and get Sousa nasaling snot up your ass. It sucks. I don't even know. I've listened to it like one and a half times. Nasaling snot up your ass. And I'll even go back to it, and like I'll put like the first song in, and I'll get like halfway through, and he starts doing whatever you call that he does, vocalizing it, and it's like... Nah, it still sucks. It's nah. still terrible. Nah. Sorry about your luck, bruh. Sorry about my luck, bruh. Should have went to Munch Tunes. <laughs> Should have. Terrible. Munch Tunes. Dublin Death Patrol. I mean, Dublin Death Patrol. I, I mean, Jesus Christ. Got all the makings of a oh, brutal, and wonderful every, album. And it's good, other than fucking right. Sousa ruins it. Right. <laughs> that guy. That guy. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> no fucking business being in the business, you know? Yeah, I mean, he's fucking in a band. Why are we, we should be in a band? In a yeah, band. for Christ's sake. I mean, Jesus Christ. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Maybe we should get our band off we the ground. We need to get this Maybe working. Maybe we can yeah. be famous. Yeah, let's call ourselves <laughs> Sousa. Remember our band. Apparently everybody loves it. God. Oh, my number eight. We talked about this uh, particular... This... Uh, Band last week a little bit. Okay. On my list again this week, number eight, Mr. Manson with Eat Me, Drink Me. Mm. I believe this was the follow up to Golden Age of Grotesque. Or no, 
We never did figure out which came Hollywood after or Golden Age. I don't know. Right? What the order was with them, with Golden Age and Hollywood. Yeah, I can't remember. Whichever one came at second, I think right. this was the follow-up. I believe, I'm pretty sure. And I remember, oh, there was such a build-up when it was coming oh, yeah. out. I remember looking on his website, and I think they were having like a countdown for when it was coming out. Right? And, oh, there was this big build-up, and... Now, I will say I like that. You're, I Was Your Vampire? Yeah, If I Was Your Vampire. I think yeah. that's the first song on it. It's a good song. Right. But, oh my God, the rest of the album. This was right after he got a divorce with that chick there, Dita Von yeah. Tease. Yeah. And, I don't know, he was fucking whining. Right and whiny. Mm. I want to shoot myself because I'm divorced songs. And, oh. no... <laughs> the whole album is just—it just drags on to me. It's just—it's just, it's the beginning of the yeah, and that gay was, synthesizer age of Manson. And he's never recovered from this no. album. I mean, everything no. after it's been the same way. You know, it's just this is this was, but that was the, the start, the tipping point. You know, yeah. this is where he went the from, suck point from good, aggressive. Writing good songs, Marilyn Manson, to Oh, Woe Is Me. I've got no balls. I'm depressed and I'm not angry anymore. I'm not yeah. I'm not edgy anymore. You know. This guess, is where this is where it all began. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just bad. I've I've tried to go back and listen to it a couple times. It did fairly recently I think I went I I had a day at work, I just was listening to Manson all day, and I listened to it again that day, and it's just like... Still sucks. Yeah, it's just still not no good. I mean... <laughs> still not no good. It's Add it all up. Didn't get any better with age. Been like a fine wine, <laughs> Butch. So, yeah. Manson, eat me, drink me, suck my ass. If you're going to make music like that, I ain't buying it anymore. Wow. Now, I have an interesting one at eight. <laughs> And this one could have gone from not being on the list, could have been in my top three. Mm. Let me explain. I actually like the album now. Oh. But I'm looking at this as when it came out. Oh. My very sad disappoint. <laughs> and I have got Taproot with Welcome, uh, follow up to Gift. I thought about that one. Home was the big song, and we had the, the single was out for like a year before the fucking <laughs> album came out. For one thing, <laughs> by far and away, like the best song on the album. So you're just thinking, my God, this is the single. What's the rest of the album like? And I was beyond underwhelmed. I, I kind of felt like because I love you. You know, tap, tap, tap a root. I was so <laughs> big into tap root. So big into that first album. And then Welcome came out. And I was like... Yeah. I loved Poem, but after that I was like... There wasn't nothing else to grab. But me. over the years, I have gone back, and I actually do really like the album. But I guess just expectations and from gift to that album and the hype from poem. So it's my eight, but I had to put it on because really it was one of the most disappointing albums that I've had right. in recent memory. 
but I kept it at eight because I was like, I like the album. Kind of learned I've like kind of gone back, right. and I really, it is a pretty good album. I mean, I can listen to it pretty much front to back, but boy, at the time, I was just shattered. So, Taproot would welcome. Shattered your dreams. Oh, I was so, like, just bummed. I was like, boy. I'm just like, I just don't even know if I like this album. And, but now I do. But then I didn't. So, there it goes. It's my eight. <laughs> now I do. Then I didn't. <laughs> well, my seven. And this was a kind of an interesting one. This release came after a fairly lengthy hiatus for this band uh, and uh, well it's on this list so it wasn't obviously <laughs> disappointed <laughs> I would think my seven I got whole with nobody's daughter just came out I think it was about five years ago ish maybe not quite that long I wasn't big on celebrities yeah, either. I didn't mind Celebrity Skin. There was enough good songs on it that I liked it. I like Live Through This better, but... Yeah, well, yeah. Well, I like Celebrity Skin kind of a lot. I I like it. I like... I like it enough to say I like that album. Um, and that was why this made my list, because I like, you know, Live Through This, I really like. I like Celebrity Skin. And then they kind of... <clears throat> I don't know, they went away. I don't know. Yeah. Courtney Love was... Doing too many drugs or something, I don't know. <laughs> and it just the band just went away for a while. And then they come back, and I remember, you know, I was excited when this was gonna come right. out. You know, because I liked right. I, I liked them back in the day and I'm like, curiosity oh, to see, you know, is this gonna be good? Like, back. Well, I know in between there too, she put out a solo record, which also sucked, by the way. Oh my god, it was horrible. Yeah, I don't even remember what it was called, but it was bad. And but then, when this hole was going to be coming out, I was like, okay, back to hole. It's going to be good. Did they get that Eric or Landerson or whatever his name is back on guitar? Because I think he had left, too, at some point. Yeah, it seems like he did play on this. And the other thing that I was excited about was uh, Billy Corgan there. Right. Who he helped write a lot of the songs on Celebrity Skin. He helped write a lot on this, too, I think, on this Nobody's Daughter. And side note, Billy Corgan also helped Taproot with Blue Sky Research. Ah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he's a hell of a songwriter. Yeah, he is. And then shortly after this came out, him and Courtney Love had a big falling out. Yeah. So, but that was a very... shocker. Yeah. Anybody that comes in contact with her either ends up not liking her or her dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, but I knew he was involved with the writing, so that was another right. thing. I was, you know, I thought, okay, this is gonna be good, you know. It, it's not. I obviously. I think I only listened to it twice. I mean, I tried to get, you know, I try to listen to stuff more than once at least to, you know, and it just, it's just not good. The songs just are not good. I don't know what happened, but I was excited about it. And it definitely disappointed. Definitely. <laughs> My number seven, Brian Stanko will, has heard me bitch about this before. Anybody out there in podcast land probably isn't 
even heard the band because I think they killed their career with this album. <laughs> I got a little new metal band called From Zero. Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> their debut was One good. Nation Under was the name of the debut. Yeah. The debut. <laughs> I have that. The debut. Wow. That's awesome pretty good. album. Great pretty album. Good. Pretty good. <laughs> so I was pretty excited. I I was all about from zero, you know. Well, they come out with an album called My So Called Life. Yeah, well, my so called album. Fucking very rarely would Munch want to buy a CD because that's Munch Tunes hadn't been launched yet. And uh, ejected out of the fucking player. And fucking stomp it into the ground. But I almost did that. Oh my god. I mean, I was so fucking disappointed in this album. Maybe it ought to be my number one. I was say. They didn't, they weren't, they only had one album out. Right. So it was kind of like, but boy. Because I felt like, oh, I kind of just picked up that first from zero on a whim, you know. Right. And it was really good and I really liked them. I had a really good singer and all that. And then they fucking come out with a debut, and it's like, this isn't even the same fucking band. I mean... Yeah, you're hoping they take a, close. a next step. I don't know if they were trying to, like, get commercial or try to... I don't know what they were trying to do. I don't even know if I ever heard it. I think... Don't. It, I, I know there's times <laughs> you're a Blair, and you don't know what to listen to. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. It's, it's so bad. It's just, <laughs> yeah, they uh, fucking killed their career, though. So you got what you deserved, at least. <laughs> That's my uh, my seven. Seven. Well, my six. <clears throat> We've talked about this album here and there. <laughs> I got Cold Chamber with Chamber Music. And I know we've talked about this in the past, and you've said, well, the one song that you always Sherry Vegas. Sherry Vegas. <laughs> Kept it off my list, but I considered it. It might even be in my honorable Yeah. My biggest thing was, boy, that... Talk about a fucking debut that's kick-ass well, and I'm, good. and heavy. Oh, the self-titled debut is just great. One of the, I mean, I find it hard to talk about new metal bands as like classic albums, right? But that first Cold Chamber is like a classic yeah. new metal album. I mean, that is just great front to back. Well, and it's heavy. I mean, it's it's closer to Devil Driver than any of the other. Then it's closer to Devil Driver than any of the other Cold Chamber right. two Cold Chamber albums, and the third, the snippets sound good, but we'll see. Right, right. Yeah, coming off that debut, so obviously, when this is getting ready to come out, everybody's fucking Stoked. amped up. Right. Can't wait for it to come out. And boy, what a... I, I don't think I liked it from the first time I listened to it. I just was so let down. The sound's really weird on it, too, kind of, in a way. Yeah, and, and it just, the songs aren't that... Right. I mean, there's... I do like that Sherry Vegas Love song. Love Sherry Vegas. And, and there might be one or two more that right. are all right. 
But boy, front to back, and that, and I've talked, we've talked about this before too. Oh, shock the that fucking cover of "Shock the Monkey" with Ozzy on there is just the worst Train wreck. cover song I have ever heard in my life. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just for the fucking sheer fact of they're coming off that great debut, and you know, I just remember the hype and everything for this chamber music to come out. And boy, what a letdown for me it was. It just did not live up at all. Right. <laughs> so it's my six. Uh, Cringing thinking about it again. Alright. My number six. Gonna cheat a little bit. Yeah, I'll take a land shark in the bottom if you don't mind. I got System of a Down with Succamatize. That's right. I'm doubling up. I'm doing both hypnotize oh, and mesmerize. There you go. Cheating. Well, they, they're tied together. I mean. and they're not horrible. We had to combine them to make one good album. Right, but right, you right. got to remember, they're coming off one of the great albums. I mean, again, we always talk about perfect albums or perfect rock albums or perfect this toxicity or however we dispute pronouncing it. Yeah, to me, <laughs> is just one of the great albums. Yeah, definitely from the two thousands period. Yeah, it's it's a all time great. All time classic new metal album, yeah. I guess. I don't, I don't know if they're new metal or what they are. But. And then, <laughs> like those albums, and hey, let's not forget too, their fucking debut. Yeah, their debut was pretty was fucking good too. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, just disappointed, underwhelmed, whatever you want to call it. I just, yeah. and again, it was the ambitious double album kind of deal. But this is where Darian Malkian or Malconian or Macaulay Culkin or whatever the fuck his name is got a little more into singing like half the shit he sang. Yeah, half the songs he sang by and himself. again, we've said with the band The Scars on Broadway, his solo band, where he's the singer, that's fine. But I don't know. From what I understood, Serge was the lead singer. And right. all of a sudden he's singing less and less. The songs weren't as good. I don't know if they were trying to be a little bit more radio friendly as happens, but trying to be too cute with the I don't know. It just it what it didn't work. It just didn't. <laughs> We've mentioned it a few weeks ago, you know, talking about that they were writing new music and right. Maybe it was even last week because there was a blurb on uh, Drewski's radio station's Facebook that they were writing new music, and then it's like, well. What are we going to get? So, right. I mean, it's tempered. I'm excited to hear something, but, I mean... Yeah, is it going to be like... What are we going to get? Is it going to be just the continuation of the hypnotized, mesmerized? Is it going to be worse? Is it... I mean... So, yeah. we'll see, but... Uh, yeah, just... Very... It's kind of lackluster. <laughs> right. And I just never really, I mean... Yeah, I didn't really hate the albums, but I just never really got excited about them. Yeah. 
Well, I think we both said when we did the combining that, well, if you they combine, weren't, yeah. maybe they weren't as bad as We've, we originally thought. Because still, the, the expectations, yeah, but. coming off those first two, the expectations were pretty high, and they definitely didn't live up. But but I still think that podcast we did where we combined them, it was the perfect thing because you can get a good, you can squeeze you a can good get album, one good album. But did they need yeah. to do the two? Right, I'm not so sure. Right, yeah, a lot of filler. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, going into the five here. Wow. I'm pissed. <laughs> oh, I, man, I can't get them to stay in there. There we go. That's me cracking into my five with my bottle of beer. Bottle of Dosecchi's. My five. Oh, and I wish Drewski was listening because he'd probably yell, he'd be yelling at me in his Drewski voice. Because this is one of his favorite all-time bands, I think. I know they were. Um, I got Primus at my five. With Tales from the Punch Bowl. That was all about Primus back in the day. Uh, Sailing the Seas of Cheese. Love that album. And then after Primus. that. Primus. Yeah. Who was that you were saying about all time? Me or Drewski? Drewski. Yeah. I swear, I know they used to be like one of his all time favorite bands. I don't know. I think they still are. One of them there. Um. But yeah, it was all about them. I liked Sandalsea's Cheese. I liked uh, Pork Soda was the follow-up to that. <clears throat> and then I had went, you know, me and Drewski both, I think, went back and bought the the one before Sandalsea's Cheese, uh, Frizzle Fry. And it was pretty, you know, it was good. And so, you know, Primus is on a roll. You know, we're all about it. Yeah, we're listening to Primus. Love it. Nice. Rangers finally, Rangers are back in it. Um, we're going to be giving uh, Rangers Penguins updates throughout. Yeah. So. <laughs> we hate them both, but we hate the Penguins especially. Yeah. <laughs> so this Tales from the Punch Bowl was the follow-up to Pork Soda. Yeah, which is great. Which is great. Like I said, Primus is on a roll, like we talked about with some of these other bands here. Yeah, I mean, it's, there's got a reason you're disappointed. I mean... Right. So, there, again, a lot of build-up for this album... You know, they got some success with Sailing Seas of Cheese. Right. They got some more success with Pork Soda. Yeah, Mr. Crinkle and yeah. My Name is Mud. Yeah. So the, there was a lot of build-up for this album. Uh, and the first, I don't mind the first single was uh, Winona's Big, Big Brown, Brown Beaver. Beaver. Hilarious. Which was pretty good. But... Yeah, balls, the whole album. It's not good. I swear, and I haven't listened to it for a while, for a good reason. Uh, <laughs> I swear, it's one of them albums where, like, the songs are really long, and they just drag on for no reason. Primus should not be doing that. No, and it's like, you know, you're fucking halfway through the album, and you feel like you've been listening to it for, like, five days. You know, it's just like... <laughs> like that last house in chains. Yeah, <laughs> yes. And it's just not... The songs aren't good. Again, people, the songs aren't good. They're just long and slow and boring. And you can only listen to Les Claypool. Plu- 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 
You only listen to Les Claypool like so, kind of do his yeah. little weird whiny red kind of yeah voiceover slow music. You know, it just doesn't work. Primus is kind of like funky. You got that funky bass slapping going on and funny and funny lyrics. And uh, no, this wasn't that. It was long drawn out songs for no reason, and it just bored me to tears. And I was so disappointed. Because they were, like I said, huh, they were on a roll. Like three good albums in a row. Yeah. And this one just, uh, uh, it just very disappoint. Very disappoint. <laughs> I don't know if, I would be kind of interested to get Drewski's take on it. I don't know how he feels about it. Because I know, I look for like, yeah. <laughs> like I said, Drewski was big into them too back in the day. Oh, yeah. He's... So, I don't know how he feels about that album, but. I know, I thought it sucked ass. Well, so He knows how to buy music at Walmart and not at Walmart, yeah. so he probably loves that album. <laughs> All right. I got a fresh pounder here. I pre-cracked. Mm, pre-crack. Yeah. Pre-craculation. Pre-craculation. <laughs> but, premature craculation. <laughs> but, I'm a man. I'm 40. As Bob, Stoops would, Bob Stoops would say... <laughs> So I'm just going to open another fucking beer and drink it. There's my crack into my top five. It's your God-given right as an American. That's right. <laughs> Before your right to own a firearm, you have a right to drink a fucking beer. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> 28 ounces sitting on the table. Where will they go? I'll tell you where they're going to go. Metallica loads my five. Oh, I tried to like it. I wanted it was like I like it. I tried it. to like it, and there's good songs on <laughs> right. it. Right, as mean, we found out again, another combining, another one where we combine two lacklusters. But people, <laughs> no, talk about a band on a roll. Oh, like everything they had yeah. put out, everything they'd put out up to that point. Fucking Although I. I damn near considered a black album for this list because yeah, boy, I was. And maybe, it took me a while to get it, but yeah. I do like it now. So and right, I it didn't take me too long when it came out to start liking it. So that's it why took it a didn't, few listens. I mean, because yeah. it was different, right? And and Justice is the first one I had been into, which is I think why it's got its you know special place in my heart, right? Ooh, did they just tie it or? They must yeah. have gotten their penalty. Did they tie it? I think so. Well, they're, they're well, happy, but they're... How happy are we? <laughs> Show the fucking score. No. no. It's got a nerve power, power play. play. Boy. God, they've had Penn, like 20 points. Yeah, I was going to say, Penn fans might have a reason to gripe, yeah. but fuck them. Now they probably see what <laughs> it feels <'em>. like. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Again, because... you do the double album thing, but... Uh, so disappointing. And I remember the first single was Until It Sleeps, and I liked that. Yeah, there's good song, but it's not up to the snuff. Front there's to back. filler. It's like... Every other Metallica album, front to back, is pretty fucking awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I think you can bitch about Black Album as you want. Yeah. And a lot of people will. But I think Black Album, you can say, it's still Metallica. Yeah. They, this, they changed too much. Boy. Yeah. And there's a couple of the songs on there that are... Definitely not. And at the time it came out, Metallica, if it wasn't my favorite 
band. They're one of the top well, two or they're, three. They're the biggest rock band yeah, in the world. In the at that world, point. yeah. I mean, and I just think they went too far. They yeah, they they caught a little taste they, on Black they, Album of that mainstream, right? And they tried and to they tweak just, it a little too much. Yeah. <laughs> I could have probably done the same thing I did with System of a Down, but that was the first one, and it was the one that shot me in the face, right? Oh, Remember buying it at the old FYE? And <laughs> well, and it seems like Load and Reload came out. There was a pretty good gap, wasn't it? Like at Nine least like six or months yeah. or something. something yeah. yeah. So by the time Reload came out, I think everybody knew what it was going to sound like. Right. You it know? wasn't going to be like Master of Puppets again, right? Where the System of a Downs they, they came out fairly fairly quick, close to yeah. each other. I think didn't they? I don't know. I think so. So. So yeah, by the time Reload came out, you already knew the hope because you knew they wrote them at the same time, yeah. so you knew what it was going to sound like. I mean, yeah. so oh, we can reload. Ah, damn. My number four. I believe in life after love. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I believe I'm not doing it again. Uh, that my uh, my podcast cohort here has defended this album in the past, and I just can't. I can't. Let's see. We'll find yeah, out. we'll find out. Words in my mouth. Uh, my four. I got. Stone Temple Pilots with tiny music. What? Songs from the Vatican gift shop. I have defended it. I even defended it last <laughs> week. I can I can see where you're coming from because it's it's a step down, but I did like that album. I like that album too. I don't think I've listened to it more than yeah? and I tried to listen again, I had a day at work where I I do that. I'll do a, just, just try to pick a yeah. band and I'll just listen to different stuff from them. And I I did this with Stone Temple a little bit ago, and <laughs> that's oh, a step down. Smooth, Blanchard. <laughs> I, I I t- I listened to it again, and I just I just think it's terrible. I just mm. and even the singles on it, yeah. that fucking big bang big baby, bang baby, like terrible. Oh, Guitar riffs awesome. Yeah. Uh, You're crazy. What else is on there that's terrible? I don't even know. It's a bad album. People. My last. Yeah, man. My opinion. <laughs> no, I will hold. I, I'm not. I, I'll defend that album. And again, Stone Temple. This is the third album, right? This is after Core, the debut. All right. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Purple. We've already again, Probably one of the. Well, it's definitely one of the best albums of the 90s. Right. I mean. All right, I'm. I'm saying there's a drop off for sure, but I and still like it. So again, big, big fucking build up for this album, and I'm pretty sure even from the first time I saw that opening, what was Big Bang Baby the first yeah. single? Love first it. time I saw the video for it, I didn't like it, but I again I got the album because. I was, Still, a big fan. I was a big fan, and I was, uh, you know, and I just, I can never get into this album. I just, 
I don't like it. Front to back, I just think it's bad. I think it was a gigantinormous step down from them, from the previous two, and it's four on the list. Wow. Tiny music, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) No! (laughs) Oh, you newscaster. Finishing your fucking rap. Finishing my thought. Tiny music. Indeed. <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> Need a video for that. <laughs> That's good. Oh, crazy. His feelings or is he actually. Crazy tampon just fell out. Yeah. What? So they pulled the string. Boom! <laughs> Clean hit. Really? Clean hit. Not even a hit? Yeah. No. It's like, like he's paralyzed. Oh. <laughs> Like his arm goes straight up in the air like he was unconscious. Are you kidding me? Oh, what a fag. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. Lord in the fuck. <laughs> Apologize, people. We're watching replays to, yeah, on this. Stupid penguins game. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm going to need your help, Stinka. <laughs> My number four, I love the single off this. This is another sophomore album gone bad, though. I got Papa Roach, Love, Hate, Tragedy. Ah, yes. What was the name of that first song? Oh. You sound like a lounge band or something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, the first song, the single off that, oh, yeah, I like it. Real good. That fucking album stinks. You know, and I'm so fucking disappointed because I was big enough the old Papa Roach. Infest man. The debut. Was it Walking Through Barbed Wire? No, that's what a decent song though. It's uh <laughs> everything's hard to read. It. She loves me not, thank you. you ah, okay. It. Yeah, she loves me not. Fucking awesome. <laughs> And, uh, yes, it is. Well, the fucking thing's so blurry, especially you've been drinking. And the print's so tiny. Talk about tiny music. Tiny print. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. That fucking kid's like 20 now. That's how fucking old we are. Yeah. I was so excited for it, and She Loves Me Not was great. Yeah, Walking Through Barbed Wire is a good song, but. Anyway. I'm going to say, there's a couple... Two songs don't make an album. Right. Just, the album just fell flat to me. Yeah, and again, the debut is so good. <sighs> so good. was huge. And yeah, and I was just stoked and... Yeah. Ah. Very disgusted. Yeah. Yeah. Game, set, match. Lundquist yeah. sucks. Bring the other good goalie in there. Yeah, actually, Talbot. Yeah. yeah, Max Talbot. <laughs> yeah. Max Talbot's brother. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Talbot. Matt <laughs> 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 yeah, just yeah. Papa Roach, Papa Roach. But again, they've released stuff I've liked since. And right, it might be my least favorite album of theirs. I haven't heard the new one though. I should check that out. Yeah, I've been kind of curious about the new one too. I haven't really heard it. I think I listened to samples or something, maybe, but. My three. 
Recent. God bless you. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> Fairly recent release. I should say releases. I did what Munchie did. I doubled up. Five bigger death punch. Yeah. Wrong side of something, and the hell is right something else. Righteous. And righteous. Wrong side of the toilet, and the right side of the turd. I don't know. It's fucking bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what? What the? <laughs> I love it. I just. I'm sorry. Should have had Randy come up for this one. They're fucking bad albums. Yeah, he had them in his. He had them in his CD of the Year list, didn't he? Um, teach your own. I'm. I, I dare say if they put out another turd, they'll be in the "they're dead to me" category. Right. <laughs> yeah, I just again, again, no, just, the first one. The songs aren't good. No. There well, are, just, I mean... They threw it together just because. There was enough when we combined them. Yeah. Again, maybe right. the double album thing is too ambitious, but... Yeah. You yeah. always talk about the Tough Guy songs, and it's just like... Yeah, it just gets old after a while. Yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to walk into a bar, punch in the face, drink a shot, and walk out. Like, <laughs> it's like 90% of their songs. Yeah, and I'm like, just so... And I'm getting wronged by everybody. And Yeah, I just... I don't know. It just got stale, and like you said, the songs just aren't as good on no. it as the first two no. albums, you know? Three. I, first three albums, right? This is, this is their fourth and fifth album, isn't it? There was Way of the Fist. More is the answer. And then the, there was the third one. There's a third one. Tamara, the phone is faster <laughs> than the Way of the Fist. I need to know. <laughs> oh, yeah. the Yeah, yeah, yeah. American Capitalist. American Capitalist. Which is right, awesome. Right, right, which right, I think might, might be, be the favorite. best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> might be your favorite. Fucking well, forgot about it and question me like I'm an idiot. Thanks, bud. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, you're right. This these were the fourth, fourth and fifth actually. Yeah, well, Munch's hop soaked brain figured it out quicker than a fucking computer. Uh, yeah, I. Yeah, I, I guess that's the thing. They go from American capitalists to. Yeah, I think just, I think they were getting better with every album, and then they and then took a big step. I don't know. Again, maybe it's a double album thing. I don't know. Lyrically, just but dumb lyrics. To me, to me, song wise, I mean, to me, they sound like it's stuff they. I mean, what was the time frame between American Capitalist and these? Was it the normal? I want to say it was. It didn't seem was like it the it normal took too like long two to three come years or. Because it just seems to me like it was rushed. Yeah. Like like the songs... I don't just... think there was a big delay at all. In fact, I think I was like, holy shit, they're coming out with a double album? Yeah. It just seems like... American Capitalist didn't even get to set in. Yeah. It, it, to me, it just seems like they just threw some songs together, together and yeah. put something out. You know? Which, I don't know. It, that's what it felt like to me. It just. But yeah, the critical response is positive on yeah. it. Yeah. Everybody seems to love them. You know, like we said, our you know our buddy Randy, he's on the metal page, and he he had him in his top ten for that year. And we kind of had a little back and forth about it because we were like, oh. yeah, I just we don't see it. 
I was just very underwhelmed with them. Yeah. Um, and, and again, the build-up. Oh my God. You know, oh yeah. I mean, they're one of the bigger. Yeah, they're one of the bigger bands around. They're, they're one of the go-to metal bands right now, and so anything they release is going to be a big deal. And boy, I. And you know what? I haven't went back and listened to those at all since, since we, we did, did those combining. And I. I don't know if I ever will. Yeah, I, I want to listen to them, and it's almost turned me off from their whole catalog. Yeah, that's the same with me. Yeah, you know, it's just I haven't even gone back to. Yeah, I haven't listened to anything of theirs since we did the combining. I, it just, boy, just left a bad taste in my mouth, like yeah. a skunky beer, like the <laughs> bad cover of Bad Medicine. My number three, man. And, you know, this one's tough because the expectations maybe shouldn't have been high, but I had Drowning Pool. I mean, Dave Williams dies, so are, should the expectations be high? Right. I don't know. Should they still be Drowning Pool? I think we've had that conversation. Yeah. Should but maybe that, change a name. <laughs> but that first fucking single off of Drowning Pool, Step Up. Is yeah, yeah, yep. That was on that Punisher soundtrack, right? Good tune. That song made me say, you know what? All right, <laughs> this is actually going to be fucking good, right? <laughs> it's fucking not. <laughs> Maybe you know. I've tried to go back to that album. You know, I went back to it here like. Last There's a couple sometime. good songs, but it's still not very good. Yeah. And like I said, I. It's kind of a weird one because your expectations kind of dropped because Dave Williams had died and this and that. But, but then that time, song comes out, and you're like, right? They might pull this off. You know, this song is ripping. Right. But at the same time, even though Dave Williams is gone. It was still the follow-up to Sinner, which, which was, was huge. Such a great. I need to it listen was, to that. It was a weird thing. Yeah, it was with weird, this album, you but, know. And I, it was my three, just because they had piqued my interest so much with that song, and I wanted to see where they would go from there. Right. Yeah, it, it's underwhelming again. Is just I think a kind word of saying it was not very good. Right. <laughs> uh, just the songs. <laughs> No punch, no edge like the the debut had. I mean, I just, I, yeah, I just think they should have changed the name because I don't think they're ever, they were never going to live up to that first album. Right, ever. Dave Williams was just a special, he was one of special front, man. front man. Yeah. yeah, he was just. But even musically, they've never hit on the yeah, exactly. And I don't know, I don't know if they've he, worked with so many different. I don't know if he maybe helped with the, even the music well, a lot writing of times process too. too you know? and, and a lot of times you have a great singer like that that can do a lot of things. You can you're a little more free musically, right? I don't know. Maybe they were restricted by limitations on their singers, or the fact that they were changing singers all the time. Yeah, I don't know, but it's just it was never going to be the same. I don't think it was never going to be the same, but. Boy, that little was, that one song made me think. Maybe okay, <laughs> I, I might be on board with this. And, yeah. Mm. 
Well, we're getting to the tippy-tippy top. We are getting to the top numeros, doses. My two. And we've talked about this album before. (laughs) And I got pissed again. I got the self-titled Birdman Corn. (laughs) Gotta throw Birdman in there because... Uh, Bird album. The self-titled debut corn, obviously, will no be nowhere near this list. But, however, the self-titled Birdman corn that came out in the uh, somewhere in the mid two thousands. People, we've talked about it before. If you haven't heard us talk about it before, well, then. You'll hear us talk about it now. If you have heard us talk about it before, well, then you're going to hear it again. Because it's fucking bad. Uh, And I've said it before, I heard after, you know, a couple years after the fact, that this was actually, should have technically been a Jonathan Davis solo album. Really? Because it, yeah, that's basically what it was. I don't know if the rest of the band really wasn't involved in the writing much. I don't know. I should try and look at that in the CD to see if the other guys wrote a lot of this album. Cause yeah. I know I know. I heard that it basically was a Jonathan Davis solo album. Yeah, I heard that too. And they just slapped the core name on it. And I heard the original album title was going to be Soundtrack to Taking a Dump. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's just bad. And again, the first single was what Evolution, which yeah. was all right for the it's first. The best like, song on the album, and it's and it's not that good. Not very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it was a good song, like the first five times you heard it, and then after that, it's just like not that good anymore. <laughs> yeah, this actually really is not a good song. <laughs> and the rest of it's not good either. It's just bad songs. People yeah, just yeah, not good. Lackluster. <laughs> left a bad taste in my mouth. They totally recovered <laughs> since. Right. Well, and I think that's why they're so high on my list is because basically the only bad album they have, you know? Right. And it's so bad, though. Oh, you know? It's, it's I mean, I mean, but yeah, other than this one album, their whole catalog, to me, pretty fucking good. But boy... When they put out a clunker, they fucking did it right. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The self-titled Birdman Corn. Bad. If you haven't checked it out, don't. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't even waste your time. If you can get it for free, don't. <laughs> they should pay you to get it. It's, uh, I don't know how long the album is. I'm guessing like 40 minutes of your life that you won't get back. Yeah. <laughs> Now Brian will probably go back and listen to yeah, it. Yeah, he'll work, man. <laughs> no, no. Correction, on last week's podcast, I was bad mouthing it, and I really like it. Corn's best album. Alright, well, I got the wrong side of Heaven debacle as my number. Oh! Yeah, I mean, how fucking disappointing after American Capitalist. Yeah. To just... Uh... And it was like from the first time I listened to it. Yeah. Me too. I, was I, just I think I remember getting So that. underwhelmed. Because we were... <laughs> I mean, we were talking about it. I'd like to go back and find the podcast where we were like, oh, Five Finger Death Punch is coming out. We're pretty stoked oh, for yeah. it. 
And I remember <laughs> listening to that first one, and I think getting older, you saying, "I don't know, man," but uh, first time through, or first couple times through, I can't remember. The guy's like, "I'm not sure." <laughs> yeah, you were kind of like, "Yeah, I'm the same way," and it never got better. Never got better. Yes. A lot of times, because we're kind of the same that way, it takes mm-hmm. us a few listens to get, right. get used to releases sometimes, most of the time. But yeah, there's some where... It just no, it's just not good. Doesn't get yeah. good with listens. It just, like it. <laughs> just doesn't improve. It isn't good. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, all the things you said, but... Because, yeah, I mean, we are always preaching about Ivan Moody as a vocalist. and right. I just, yeah, I don't know, I don't know what exactly went wrong, but. And my big concern is, other than you and me and Tamara, apparently everybody loves those albums, (laughs) so I don't know, man. I guess I'm interested to see their next one, but if it's more of the same, I'd pretty much be like... Over Not going to get yeah. overly excited for anything after that no. if, if the next one is the same way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So here we go. Yeah, I'm... Numero uno. I think there's a small chance we have the same number one in this okay. crazy wide open list. All right. It may be a dual number one. Might be. My number one... We've talked about it again. We talked about all of them. Well, no, well, no, I don't think we ever talked about Primus Tales from the Punch Bowl or Def Leppard. Uh, <laughs> or Def Leppard memoirs of a missing arm. <laughs> <laughs> that has to be the next album. <laughs> Should be all from the point of view of the arm, like trying to find his way back home. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to crawl back home, but I can't see, cause I'm just an arm, I got no eyes, (laughs) or feet, or feet. (laughs) (laughs) My number one, (laughs) I I had to go silver chair. Diorama, uh, diarrhea, dia, whatever you want to fucking call it. We do not have a dual one. No. I don't think I liked, and I defended Neon Ballroom probably even more than you. Right. But I think there was a gap there, and while I liked Neon Ballroom, I don't think I was, like, super fucking stoked, hyped for diarrhea. Right. When it came out, so... I just... I had to make it my one, just because... Mm. Well, I should have had it probably on my list somewhere. We've talked about Neon Ballroom. Yeah, it's not our favorite, but... It was still good. good. It's still good. And the first two... Are so awesome. Neon Ballroom was the third. And then... And we've talked about this album. This diorama... Being just the kill shot for this band. Right. For us. Yeah. And like I said, Instantly. apparently there are people out there that just think this is their best album because 
there was like a whole Facebook of them, and there was a whole Facebook page dedicated to this album with twenty three likes. Yeah, it it wasn't very many. I don't think (laughs) it was like a thousand or something, or I don't know. Which, if you think about it, isn't that much. But no, um, yeah, that's why it's my one. I just oh, we just talk about this band so much and how fucking awesome those early releases are and then it's like the sad realization of yeah they're done you know and i remember buying this you know still because like you know like we said yeah ballroom still had enough good songs on right that they were still i was still i still like the band. band yeah i still liked the band I was still excited when this came out. I think I'm—I don't know for sure, but I'm thinking I was like hoping, okay, get back to the, you know, get back to rocking on this one, you know. And and I don't think I ever heard a—I don't ever remember them releasing like a single off it, you know, before it came out or any. I don't remember any big single or nothing. It just—I remember buying it and I remember listening to it in the car and I just remember just. Who is this? What is this? You know, right. just like almost like disbelief how bad it was, like how much I did not like it. I just, oh, uh, I don't know. So that I mean, it's my one. It just killed one of my favorite bands from the nineties. It just it was the final kill shot right between the eyes. Right between the eyes. <laughs> no, it wasn't right between the eyes because it made you suffer. For I was going to say, it wasn't a slow death for you. Yeah. We've been true. suffering ever since. Yeah. Oh, my number one would be no surprise. I got Incubus with Morning View. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. <sighs> yeah. I had, I got them on my long list. I got it on my long list. It just didn't <sighs> wake it. Just... The more I thought about it, like, I liked science, but I wasn't right totally blown away. We've talked about making Yeah, songs. science is one of the it's, songs that are good that are are really good, but there's a handful of them. Yeah. My thing is, make make yourself, I was so pumped. Right. Like, all right, the next album's out. And I think um, Wish You Were Here might have even been a single before it came out. Yeah, I can see that song fitting on like a "Make Yourself" if it was one of the slower tracks. But when it's the main, like the best song on the album, like it's not a terrible song, but it was indicative of like that could have fit on "Make Yourself," right? As like a lesser single, like one of the slower, you know, right. I just remember <laughs> listening to that album. And you know, I, that's and, another album that I haven't listened to in a long time. No, I, and I've I, tried to go... I did try... There, I Several times I went back to it. Yeah. See, I haven't went back to it in a long time. And now. it's... Been, no, it's, it's probably been a couple years now. Right. And then I just gave up and said, no, it sucks. I bet I haven't listened to it. Because, like, Taproot. Right. I went back... I do like that album now. Right. But when it came out, boy, was I disappointed. <laughs> but that Incubus, I just remember listening to that album. 
just so excited <laughs> to open that up and put it in. Right. Yeah. And I was just going to listen to this great <laughs> album and and just being so goddamn disappointed in it. And so for that reason... You need another one? <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm good. I can... I get mine here. You're double fisting. Yeah, not anymore. I'm single fisting now. <laughs> Uno fist. <clears throat> so, we do have a lot of honor from our bro by my mentions. <laughs> yeah, we both had fairly long, long lists. Yeah. yeah, some of mine may surprise, but again, disappoint doesn't mean you don't like something necessarily, especially now that they were ones that didn't make the list, but it's still, it's just disappointment. It's like, boy, I thought that was going to be better, you right? Know? So why don't you go ahead and shoot a few off there? Well, I had the drawing pool desensitized on there. I had the morning view. I had load. Um, other than that, I, I had the newest Aerosmith. Music from another dimension. Just because yeah. everything I heard building up to that being released was... They they got the fucking producer from that produced a lot of the albums from the 70s yeah. and produced Toys in the Attic. They got him for this new one. Everything I kept hearing was, oh, this is... You know, this is going to be so Aerosmith getting back to Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah the, that metal guys were talking about it. This is, you know, hopefully... Oh, you know, this is going to get back to, you know, the classic Aerosmith sound, you know, and blah, blah, blah. Well, again, there's a couple songs that are all right on it, but, well, I, and I'm not, like, the biggest Aerosmith fan, but I was pretty excited, because I do like, right. you know, the Aerosmith I like, I like a lot. Right. So, I was excited for that when it came out, and, well, yeah, I listened to it a couple times, and just was not... What I was hoping for. <laughs> I got one that we've talked about a lot. I had Machine Head Supercharger. Because mm. I was very I excited. Think about it I was very excited when that album came out. Yeah. That's really the only. This is the only bad Machine Head. Yeah, because we've talked about the new one not being overly crazy about it, but it's, but it's still not, not bad. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even think about Supercharger. Oh god, I remember thinking. Yeah. That would have definitely been a wow, consideration. What the fuck is this? <laughs> in fact, it, I said that first because it almost caught in there. It was very close to getting in the ten. Um, one that almost got into my ten was the last disturbed asylum. Because yeah. now you said they were starting to get stale on you, um, the album or two before right. that. I like. I pretty much liked everything. Mm -hmm. Up until Asylum. And, I, I, yeah, when I remember getting that and listening to it, and it's just like... Not feeling it anymore. Yeah. Well, we talked about, I don't know, with other bands. I listened to that album, and I'm like, okay, I've already heard this song. I've already right. heard this song. I've already heard that song. I've already heard... You know, it's like, I've already heard this whole album before. You know, it's like... It was very... Just punchless. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. Just 
not good. I had a band, Edema, uh, Unstable, which the first single off that song was, or album was pretty good. But I love, I have made point to say how much I love the self-titled debut album. Right. No. Is this the follow-up to that now? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then they started switching singers every other album. But that was the one I was like, <laughs> boy. Yeah, the sophomore jinx. Yeah, a lot of sophomore <laughs> right? jinx out here. Another sophomore jinx. I got Hell Yeah with Stampede. I had that wrote down. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote it down. Uh, spinning off the Disturbed Asylum, I had Device. Yeah. The Device release. Oh, so hyped. And oh. there's a couple songs in there I really like, but... Yeah. It, it, um. it didn't make it just because I don't hate it. I There's enough of it that I don't mind that it kind of kept it off, but... Just the hype. It might have been on my list. Yeah. <laughs> Just the hype. And the other thing to me with that one was how, oh, it's this industrial. Big industrial, different, totally different industrial sound. Yeah. And, uh, and to me, it was another disturbed, disturbed album. album yeah. I mean, I don't, I really honestly don't see the big difference. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Terrible. I had one that sort of is like uh, Taproot Welcome, where I like it now, and you may punch me. <laughs> oh. You won't be able to punch me, because this might kill everybody. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> That's very basic. <laughs> it's all about that bass. Probably didn't even... Uh, Probably didn't even catch on the no, podcast because it was so like basic. The frequency low. was yeah, so low, low frequency. Oh <laughs> God, it stinks. <laughs> anyway, just hear me out on this. When it came out, for whatever reason, I was just underwhelmed, and I think it's a great album now. Mm. I got Megadeth, Youth in Asia. Ah, when it yeah. came out, I just, I don't know if it was just wasn't what I expected, but I think when we did our, we ranked the Megadeth albums, I had it pretty high, because now, I really like the album. I remember it, I but remember it, it taking a few out, spins Yeah, when it me. first came out, I was just kind of like, but yeah, it's, I was a little underwhelmed by it, and I just wasn't, you know, I don't know if it just, and, yeah. but they were on a run. And, oh, yeah. Yeah, because that was a follow-up. They, might, and they might were probably, the time Euthanasia came out, if you asked me who my favorite band was, I might say Me- Megadeth. Right. Definitely top two or three. Right. And, uh... Yeah, mm-hmm. it, I remember it taking a few listens yeah. for me, but, yeah. That's I really it didn't make it. it, but I'm just trying to think of, like, initial disappointments, At the time, too, you know? right. Well, I got a couple kind of newer bands. I got Black Tides, Postmortem, their follow-up to their... Oh, yes! It was bad. Isn't it just Black Tide? Well, Black... With an apostrophe. Oh, okay. Their follow-up, yeah. I know what you're saying, though. Black Tides? Black Tides follow-up, yeah, that's yeah. She was singing her, the band was called Black, Black Tides. Tides. right. <laughs> okay. that, that's going to be our band. We're going to take yeah. that now. So we'll get their five listeners. 
I'm trying to think of what their debut. I can't remember what their debut was called, but it was pretty good. Like it was, yeah, it just rocked. That uh, like, uh, yeah, it was little, little hints of thrash here yeah. and there. And then this comes out post mortem, and it's like poppy, poppy, like just terrible. <laughs> yeah. I was very. Very disappointed in that. Yeah. I, and I was pretty excited when that came out. I, and that uh, killed their career, I believe. Cause, yeah. Uh, I, seems to me like I saw where they maybe were going to have something else coming out. Oh, really? At some point here, but, yeah. I had another Blood Simple. Mm. Red Harvest, yeah. their second one. Yeah. Eh, mm. Wasn't overly crazy about it. What was like the Agony scene, too? The second one. Really? Yeah. The first one's much better. Sorry. I can't think of it. I know what you're talking about. I, I know what you're talking huh. about there. Hmm. I can't think of the name of it, but... Hmm. 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 <laughs> it's fine. That's cool. Alright. That other... Uh... The one... Jesus... Where's stomach growling over there? <laughs> that Winnipeg, the uh, Winnipeg games on. Two twenty. Two twenty. It's right on the stand beside you there. All right. I had another old school band. Tomorrow might not be happy with. Uh oh. And I'm not saying I hate the album, but. Uh oh. I know what you're What. <laughs> I'm gonna say Alice in Chains self-titled with the three-legged dog. Oh, that's like I love that album. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't like it, but I'm sorry. To me, it's a big step down from Dirt. Well, yeah, it, it doesn't have the and Lane was like totally drugged out and sick, so yeah. I'm not, it's not on my ten. But I was kind of disappointed. Yeah. Heaven Beside You is a great song. I mean, there's good songs on there, but come on, man. <laughs> it's a fly on a come turd on, compared to Dirt. <laughs> I'm sorry. And Dirt, I'm sorry, is one of the greatest grunge albums of all time. Now, I know. You're listening closely. You're like, dudes, you've had 40 of the greatest grunge albums of the 90s of all time just on this podcast. But I'm fucking telling you, Dirt's one of the ultimate albums, so I get it. But I'm still allowed to be Dudes. disappointed. <laughs> I'm still allowed to be disappointed in a good album when it's following a great album. <laughs> right? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, I had the I had the Guns N' Roses Use Your Illusions. Yeah. I my only thing is I was so hog swindled by <laughs> Guns N' Roses back in the day that I was like Randy Westfall. I just was like, hey, Guns N' Roses. <laughs> See, I remember getting them and listening to them yeah. those first few times, and I remember being kind of underwhelmed. Yeah. At, you know, after Appetite and that. And, and the Edge. But it didn't quite make it. Yeah. Well, I also had Chinese Democracy wrote down just because. Well, that's fucking gay. Yeah. Just because it's so bad and it just took fucking. 15 years to come no. out. No. <laughs> we'll stick in that time frame. I have Revely Bleed the Sky. Yeah, you know, I thought about that. And I, uh, there were some okay songs on that, but boy. Yeah. You know, and I think I went to, I went back to that 
fairly recently, and I think it was worse than what I remember. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think when I went back to yeah. it, I think it was worse than what I remembered. <laughs> uh, I had a band that's near and dear to my heart, Life of Agony's Soul Searching Sun. Yeah. I remember when it came out. Just being stoked because they were back together and... Yeah, well, or was that the second one after they got back together? This was this, what this I was, don't even know. This was right along. Oh, when they were releasing stuff. Okay. This was still yeah, back when they were. Well, what was I thinking that they when they got back together? That was uh, huh? Broken Valley. Broken Valley. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Which I like that CD. Yeah, I'll take that as a whole CD over Soul Searching Sun. <laughs> but yeah, this this was after you know. River Runs Red was the debut, and then Ugly was the sophomore, and then this was the third one, and, you know, at this point, I'm fucking, you know, I'm into this band, like, I think I might have, I don't know, I probably already had my tattoo at that point, I assume, <laughs> if, if this is as disappointed as you say, you probably wouldn't have got the tattoo. <laughs> That's true. And... Yeah, I remember getting it and listened to it and was not happy at all. Actually, the more I think about it, it probably should have snuck into my list somewhere. Because <laughs> now, kind of like what you've said with some of your albums, I've I've learned to I'm okay with it now. Yeah, it's not horrible, I don't think. But boy, at the time, I remember I was pretty disappointed. So yeah, it probably ought to have maybe have made my list. Now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah. I, again, didn't make the list, but I I had Otep Hydra. I don't know, a little just uh, yeah. too much yapping for my liking. I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the songs that are good are good, and if she wants to put out a poetry album, she should do that. Right. Like a separate. Right. <laughs> I don't know, and then it's supposedly the last one ever, so it's like, uh, you yeah. know, like I said, it's it's not, it didn't make my 10, because I do like it, but if it's well, your swan song, and, right, you know, to me, a little disappoint. Well, interestingly, interestingly enough, I have... A different Otep on my long list. I got House of Secrets. Oh, okay. Which was the sophomore album. Right. And I remember, because... The fucking debut... Oh, yeah. Set of Straw is just... Fucking One phenomenal. of the greatest... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it really is. <laughs> one of the greatest... New uh, Of the 2000s. Because I think it came yeah. out in, like, 2001 or something. Yeah. Um... So, I was fucking full-on, fucking, fuck yeah, anything Otep puts out, I'm gonna love, and fucking just, I was so psyched when House of Secrets was getting ready to come out, and it's kind of like the Hydra thing, there's a lot more spoken stuff on yeah. House of Secrets, and... House of Secrets is 2004. Yeah. So, I wasn't... Seven was 2002. Jihad was probably 2001. Yeah. So, I don't know. There was a little more spoken word than 
the first one, and, and I don't know, I just, overall, I just didn't think the songs were as good, and so I, I remember being pretty underwhelmed when House of Secrets came out. I had a couple other from bands that we really like. I had Offspring Americana. We talked about this yeah. before, too. Just not one of my favorite albums of theirs. That's the one with Pretty Fly for a White Guy. Yeah, the gimmick. And it just, as an overall album, I just didn't really like it. And that was right at the height of their popularity. Right. And oh, yeah. I just, I didn't really like it as a whole album. I had another one. Again, I like it, but I had Testament, Dark Roots of Earth. Oh, it took a while to come out, yeah. and I like it. I really like it, but boy, after Formation of Damnation, yeah, to which to me is one of the greatest thrash albums of all time. I've said that on these podcasts. <laughs> if you dare me, double dog dare me to name my top ten thrash albums right. of all time, <laughs> Formation of Damnation is probably in the top five. So to follow that up, and it took a while to come out, then I like it. I like it a lot. Right. But it's still, it's called the disappointment phase. It's not, this album sucks. It's... I don't like it as much could as it ever, it's yeah. not gonna <laughs> Could it ever get there? Right. Probably not. Right. So I was slightly disappointed in it. I'm not going to lie to you. I liked it. I, I do like it. I still listen to it. I'll go back and listen to it. I've listened to it a lot when it came out. I was like, I don't like this album. <laughs> but I, you know, just to be honest, is like, boy, there's a tinge of disappointment there. It never got your full excitement yeah. as much as Formation did. Right. It never got yeah. well, to that yeah. point. <laughs> fair or not fair to get there, but. Right. Well, I got a Pantera album, Great Southern Trend Kill. It is by far my least favorite Pantera album. Mm. Uh, it was the follow-up to Far Beyond Driven, which was the height probably right, there, because that were... debuted at one. and Right. You know, and it just seemed like, in any interview you see with any of them guys, they all say, you know, oh, every album that we put out, we were trying to push it more, we were trying to get heavier, we were trying right. to, you know, and... I just think by this time, by the time Great Southern Trunk Hill came out, they were so like focused on being heavier that they lost their Maybe songwriting. Yeah, they just lost. Like you listen to, you know, Vulgar Display of Power, especially. Boy, the songs are catchy. They got a groove to them. You know, like, yeah. and that might have been where the riff started happening because. Yeah, Phil's big into quote unquote extreme music, right? Like, so that might have been his push. We got to be extreme. We got to be everywhere. Yeah, we and don't I just want to be in the mainstream. And boy, and by the time that this one came out, it boy, they were, I was like, uh, you know, being heavier maybe isn't necessarily the best thing. You know, it, right. if you're losing good songs, if you're losing song quality, you know, I mean, so. I got one and I got to piss again because I've been drinking beer like crazy. I got the Wednesday 13 Live album, Fuck It, We'll Do It Live. Oh. It's not horrible. We've talked about it, but he is so fucking amazing live. I mean, we see this guy 
as much. I mean, we've seen yeah. him a ton. Oh, and we preach it. How good we he preach, is. and he's <laughs> never disappointed in his life ever. Yeah, ever. No. <laughs> ever. So he puts a live album out, which I didn't even know was coming out until I was perusing the old Hot Topic one day. <laughs> I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" And the track list is amazing. This is a few years ago now, probably five, six years ago now. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great track listing. It's not horrible. I mean, I'm not saying it's not worth getting, but... Well, I think part of the problem with it, too, is the sound quality is not that yeah, great. Yeah, it's just not... Yeah. And then you can tell something was and, off of this. And voice. it even says in the liner notes he was sick. Yeah. So, all that together, it's just like, it's a shame... I guess to me it's a shame that they put a live album out. It was kind of half-assed, and it was a night he was sick, and it's kind of like it, it does a disservice to him as a live artist. Yeah, because he's as good as it gets live, and to, so there's the disappointment to me. It's like, yeah, he, boy, he, he puts the only, a live, the only live album he's put out, and it's questionable. You know, yeah. I mean. And yeah, like you said, we've seen him plenty of times. We know how. And good I guess he is. that's where the disappointment comes in. Right. I know it's better than that. It's, right. That's a bad representation of him live. There's probably a lot of people that were fans of his or are fans of his that got them said that have maybe never got to see him live. That don't go, you know. Right. People buy CDs that actually don't go. Be like, oh boy, that kind of stinks. He can't really do it live, you know. Right. No, he can, you know. So. Right. Disappointment there for that reason. I got a couple old school 80s band releases. Stewie, you paying attention? You probably know both of these that I'm talking about here. I got Dawkin' Back for the Attack. I got into Dawkins with Under Lock and Key, and Back for the Attack was the follow-up to that. Now, Under Lock and Key was like their, it was at least like their third album, at least, third or fourth. Um, and I, I really liked that album. That was the first one I got into them with, so I was really looking forward to Back for the Attack, and I just didn't think it was as good. It had the song, I think, on it. The Dream Warrior song from the fucking Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Which, that's not a bad song, but... Boy, as a whole album, I remember... I think I... If I remember right... Because I don't have it anymore. But if I remember right... It had, like... 15 or 16 songs on it. Which, back then, was pretty unheard of. You know, albums didn't have that many songs on it. So, I don't know if they just... You know, they... Put too many songs on it, and there's so there ended up being a lot of filler. But I just uh, just never I could never get into it. So, and then the other one was Twisted Sister. Twisted Sister. I've talked before. Stay hungry from Twisted Sister. Did we ever mention that the drummer died from Twisted Sister? I don't think we ever did. Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. AJ Palumbo, AJ Pero, 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 Pero. Yeah, the drummer from Twisted Sister has been probably three weeks, two or three, at least two or three weeks. Yeah, he passed away 
Yeah, we never did mention that, I don't think. Oops. Yeah, we can't do everything. No, and nobody listens, so. Right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the Twisted Sister, the follow-up to Stay Hungry, which is uh, one of my all-time 80s metal albums. It's just amazing. And the follow-up was Come Out and Play, and it wasn't good. And you want to talk about bad cover songs? They did a cover of, um, fuck, I can't remember the name of the song. It's like an old song. Ah, God, I'm an idiot. I'll think of it when I'm not thinking of it. (laughs) Leader of the Pack. They do a cover of Leader of the Pack, which is, it's just fucking bad. It's, it's just not good. And the whole album's not good. And I remember being so disappointed. I remember, you know, I was only like, you know, I was like 12 or 13, you know, I was all excited. Yeah, Twisted Sisters coming out with a new album, you know, I was all <laughs> pumped up. Cause, you know, went up and down. Because I love Stay Hungry so much, you know. And, and I get this, I get come out and play. It had like the manhole cover on the on the front you know and like hands like lifting it was just bad like pit twisted sister was written wrote in like pink yeah, maybe I should have been my sign it was just bad it's just terrible yeah. I think that's all I got that's all you got yeah I got it well I got stained 40, 14 shades oh, of gray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, that was the beginning of the end for them. Yeah, yeah, now they yeah. redeemed themselves with the last release. Right. But there's some clunkers in between. Fourteen shades of gray was the follow up to uh, break, the cycle. break the cycle, which was real good. Need uh, I'm all right right now. Um, yeah, I remember buying. You know what? I can. I can honestly say I have not listened to that album since it came out. Yeah, I, I think I've probably listened to it twice. <laughs> it's just, and I don't even remember. I don't even remember uh, liking a single off it or anything. I just don't remember liking anything about it. Really. It was pay to play on that one. Might have been. It's alright. <laughs> it just, oh, it was so disappointing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have an Iron Maiden on here, if you can believe that. <laughs> and it's not with the Blaze Bailey singing okay. either. I could have, that would have been too easy to put them on right. here. I have No Prayer for the Dying. Uh, anybody out there that is a diehard Maiden fan, as myself, as may, may agree with me. Uh, this was... In between Seventh Son of a Seventh Son, which is good, and Fear of the Dark, which is good, this turd was in the middle of those two, and there's songs on it that I don't mind, but the tipping point for me was the song Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter. It's just not, it's not Iron Maiden. They're trying to be, I think they were trying to go to like mainstream rock and it's just it's just not them you know so not my favorite maiden album definitely don't uh, reach for that one 
too often. Of the Bruce Dickinson catalog, it's by far the worst. Other than that, I think that's it. Oh, for the hell of it, I wrote down that Black Country Communion. Oh. Because everybody was so huge on them. Fucking Trunk talked about them like they were the greatest fucking band ever. It had the, what's his name, the the guy that sang with Deep Purple for a little bit. That girl's a down. Yeah. Glenn Hughes. Glenn Glenn Hughes. Hughes. He's the singer of this and plays bass and there's like a, supposed to be like a little mini super group and oh my god, they're... Debut out the debut was so fucking great and, and I I think you got it on Munchtoons yeah, and Munchtoons. <laughs> I listened to it and I thought it was pretty bad. Another one that I just thought of on the same along the same lines is the Winery Dogs. Yeah. The Mike Mike Portnoy and Billy Sheehan and Yeah. You Again, munch tunes. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think they were terrible. They're just uh, a rock band. I mean, they're yeah, I, nothing special, I guess, when you think of all the guys that are in it. Yeah, I listened to it, and it's not my real forte, Matt Forte. My word for that album is boring. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just listening to it at work, and I'm just like, I'm like seven songs in, and I'm just bored to tears. I mean, I'm just. <laughs> I can't even handle it anymore. I I don't even think I got the whole way through it. I had to fucking change it. I couldn't Heart do it anymore. Heart in the other pile. Why are you crying there, man? I was bored to tears. Yeah, I just didn't think it was for all the hype it got. And it's, you know, it's got plenty of hype. Oh, yeah. I don't like it. We're at an hour and 41. We should be uh, reviewing the show we went to together, but instead I'll let you review it. <laughs> Because my son doesn't want to sleep at all, ever. Right. Because he's got teeth coming in. I'm not blaming him. Right. I'm not mad at him. <laughs> I'm just stating. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and then you have the facts of life. <laughs> the facts of life. <laughs> That's all I'm stating. It's kind of the facts of life. I just... Couldn't even make it. Couldn't. Yeah. Problem is, too, Erie is two hours from Bradford. So, like, I'm trying to imagine. Like, I'm wiped out beyond. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine this two-hour drive down, which is one thing, and then a two-hour drive back. And I did cover myself. I had half the day off the next day, but I still would have had to get up to take fill up to daycare and then come ha- back and somehow try to sleep for two hours but then I had to get up to go to work. I <laughs> So at that point, I'm just like, all right, I, I, I'm not making it. <laughs> it yeah. Happened. Yeah, what Munch is talking about was the... The Munch the, hype. The One-Eyed Doll show uh, last Monday, the 13th of April. In Erie. Uh, it was good and it was bad because there was only probably about maybe 40 people there. Um, 
Which was great for uh, me and Tamara. For the experience. Yeah. Me and Tamara and my nephew John ended up getting our extra ticket that we've been trying to get rid of on here for the last couple month or two or whatever. Uh, My nephew John ended up going with us. And he had never listened to them before. And now he's all about them. He's wanting to buy up all their stuff. And so that's cool. They gained another fan anyway. (laughs) Right. Uh, But it was great to the fact of, and it reminded me of Bourbon Crow. Bourbon Crow and when we thought we were going to see Otep and Erie at that little place. How we were like. Standing at the stage before the show even started, and we're like, "Oh my god, he's gonna be right there." That's the way I felt when we walked in there. Yeah, you know, I'm like standing at this in front of the stage, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm getting right up there." You know, this is gonna be awesome. You know, and it was. I mean, to be that close, it's just it was just awesome. And you know, Kimberly there, the singer and guitar player, she she come out. She always, usually during the song committed, she'll come into the crowd and play guitar, and, and she's like right in front. Of, like Tamara has a picture on her phone. All you can see is like a blurred shot of her guitar because she was like right in front of us playing and stuff. I mean, it was just awesome. Um, the whole show was great. I mean, and now then, when did they come on? You said you thought they might come on at eight. Yeah, it ended up being. A little after nine, they ended up coming on. It was about ten after nine when they came on. Yeah, there was there was uh, three three opening bands, and then there was the first chick that played. She just came out with her acoustic guitar and played a couple like four covers. Yeah, I'm assuming they were all covers. I didn't know all of them, but and she was, you know, hey. More guts than I got to get up there, right? By yourself, like local openers, you know. Yeah, by yourself, get up there with an, just you and an acoustic guitar, and you know. Well, yeah, and she was good. To whoever owned the, yeah, place, she you know. knew who the owners because she was, you know, you could tell she knew them because she was like talking with them all night and stuff. So which is cool. Which it was cool, and she had a really good voice. You could just tell she was a little nervous, which. <laughs> Obviously, it's going to happen, but she was she was really good. She had a good voice. And then uh, there, another local band up there played, they're called Jack's Mom. And yeah. I think the oldest one is maybe, maybe like 15. They had three, three of them playing guitar, all freaking crazy good. And these, I'm, these kids are like Chloe's age. I mean... Or maybe a year older. I mean, it was wow. Nuts. They were really good, and the singer was really good. And they of the openers, they were the best. And they did the first song they did was uh, "Wolf Mother," um, "Joker and the Thief." I think is the name of the song. Yeah. It was one of their more popular songs, and they did it really good. And then they did like three, at least three or four co- um, originals. And then they, I think they did a, a song by the Used also, which I didn't mm. know, but you might have known it because you're right. more into them than I am. But but they were really good. Like as it was just crazy how young they were and how good they were. I mean, and then uh, there's another band called Starve, um, three piece. Uh, all the bands had 
girl singers, that the openers. Uh, this girl comes out and she's real tiny and she's doing her mic check, you know, and she's you know check check and she's like Chuck. <laughs> and me, me and Tamara and John guy looked at each other like whoa, <laughs> and they were like straight. She that's it was all no singing. It was really yeah. Like, full-on fucking growl all the time. And they were really, like, sludgy, like, it was like, I don't know, like, people talk about doom metal or yeah. whatever. That's kind of what I, you know, took it for. But they were good. Like, the music was real, like, crunchy and... Yeah. For being a... Th- I just had a guitar player and a drummer and then her, you know, no bass. And it was... They are pretty good. I mean... And then, um... The last band that played before One Eyed Doll, they were probably all of our least favorites, I think. They're, I think they're called Dis, Dysmorphia. They were an all-girl band. And, I don't know, the singer wasn't that great, and their songs were... I think they had one song that was like... So they might have probably knew somebody because to be the one to go right before. Yeah, they said, though, they had, uh, they had like, CDs to sell but they only had one left they said <laughs> so I don't know they must have been at it for a little while I don't yeah. know but yeah they were probably the least impressive of the openers but uh, they weren't terrible I mean you know they were they were listenable um, but yeah I mean it, it was great seeing when I doll that close up um I hope that God, somehow, they would come back there again. I mean, I heard, just, the small crowd makes me think they might not. I hope the venue paid them. Right. You know, I hope they didn't try to stiff them on what they were paying them because of the low crowd, because, I mean, that's not their fault, you know. Well, it's a Monday night, too. And it's a Monday night, right. Well, the reason I say that is because I heard... Junior, the drummer, I heard him talking to some people in front of us in line to meet him, and he was, he wasn't talking about basement transmissions in Erie, but he was talking about, he's like, more often than not, most of the places we play try to rip us off. They don't, they they end up not wanting to pay us what was originally agreed upon, we usually have to fight them to get what was agreed upon, you know. What they were talking, they were talking about, they were talking to people from Cleveland, I think, about Peabody's. Really? And he said Peabody's, for whatever reason, always paid them extra. Every time they played there, Peabody's ended up giving them extra because they always said, oh, that was such a great show, you know, and they always end up giving them extra. He's like, I don't know why. He's like, but that's one of the few places, that's one of the only well, places. they were trying to get them to be their house band, too, right? Yeah, so. that's what Tommy said, yeah, our friend Tommy's out there. So, so I just hope that they... You know, they paid them right, and maybe, because the other reason, the other thing that made me think maybe they'll come back is I overheard Kimberly, the singer, saying to people ahead of us that she did like the, kind of the intimate part Mm -hmm. of the show, being not such a big crowd, and and it was an all-ages show, there was, there was a couple younger kids there, probably, I don't know, six or something, you know. And 
I don't know. She she liked that part of it of of the show being that you know, and it, there weren't no drunks there. She's like a lot of places they play because she does a lot of talking in between songs, and a lot of places they play there when she's trying to talk or whatever. Drunken idiots are yelling out stupid shit, and mm-hmm. you know, and she liked these kind of shows because you know everybody's. Nobody's being an asshole, basically. Right. You know, and so she like she says she likes the all ages shows. So hopefully, hopefully they'll come back and play there again. That'd be great. Um, so someday I'm gonna go see these guys. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to go the last two times. You yeah. didn't actually get a ticket to the last time but we I saw them in Cleveland, yeah, but you were kind of go. hoping to go. Yeah, well, you got a hernia. Right. Yeah. Just got living with a hernia. <laughs> but yeah, I got you know we got I got Munch uh, copy yeah. of their new yeah. CD with consolation prize with uh, you know signature autographs yeah. made so out to Munch, them. You're a loser for not showing up. <laughs> Fuck you, Kimberly. That's nice. <laughs> Just kidding. So, but yeah, it was it was a fun night. <clears throat> So, definitely, and it was funny, as soon as we got in the car, we started on the way home, my my nephew John, you know, we were talking about the show and everything, and he's like, he's like, yeah, Next, anytime you go see them, let me know, I'm there, he said. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so, cool. yeah, he, he's like all about it now. The right, wow, we were trying so hard to get rid of that ticket, the right person got Yeah, we definitely yeah. picked the right person, because he was like, thanking us, like, hundred times for taking them, and so that was cool. At least, yeah, at least somebody got that yeah, ticket yeah, that really enjoyed it and is really into the band became now. A and, fan, yep. Yeah, so that was that was one good thing that came out of it. <laughs> well, hour fifty-three. <clears throat> I don't know much else other than I'm just I'm telling you, I am basically I. You had the Hailstorm debacle. I have still only listened to the one Hailstorm song, and it's nothing against Hailstorm. I cannot stop listening to Dead Sarah and the Bloodline. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's those two for me right now. Right. That's just what you're in the mood for. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way, but I got One-Eyed Doll in the mix, too. Well, been, I'll, I will now that I got the disc. Yeah, I've been... I'll be popping that in when I leave tomorrow, and... Yeah, I've been... We've been listening to that a lot, and the Dead Sarah, and... Yeah, I got through the Hailstorm once. Anybody, you know, real quick, I bought the Hailstorm, <laughs> new Hailstorm at Walmart this week. Don't do it. Don't do it because anybody that buys music at Walmart knows you look for the edited on it because they sell they don't sell any parental advisory. So if an <laughs> album comes out that's parental advisory, it'll say edited there and you don't get it because you know, as I told the lady at customer service, I'm not I'm not fucking ten years old. I don't want to buy edited music. <laughs> well, I bought it there because it didn't say edited on it. So I thought it was all right, and Hailstorm's not, you know, I mean, they swore a little bit on the last album, but I didn't, it didn't say edited, so I figured it was cool. Well, it's edited, so I was pissed. 
Uh, ended up, I emailed Walmart, and I'm getting my refund today. So, but I did listen, we did listen to it once through. Um, and it's, and Drewski's been posting about it. Um, it It is a little different than their previous, at least their last one, and, and I would say the debut too. It's just got a little different feel to it. I don't know. There's some different styles in there, but it's good. I mean, I do like it. Now, this is only one time through, so uh, I do think I do think I'll like it. I, I liked it the first time through, but I mean, I will say it is a little different than their last one. But yeah, it it does seem like a good album. I just gotta I gotta get the actual you know normal version of it so yeah. I can <laughs> get some more listens under my belt. <laughs> um, and me and Tamara did end up getting tickets to the Hailstorm Pretty Reckless show in Pittsburgh nice. on May 6th. Um, so that should be... Looking forward to that. Uh, yeah, I need one now. And we got the Slipknot coming up. On the 13th, I believe. Uh, another thing we should talk about, I don't know if you saw, they released the lineup for Mayhem. Ah, uh, yeah, I saw some of it, and it's on a Saturday. Is it a Saturday? See, I didn't, I, I saw the date, but I didn't see the day of the week it was. Where's your bottle? You have the bottle open? Yeah, hand? yeah, I do. Um, honestly, I'm underwhelmed. Not overly thrilled. I know, and, uh, and my problem is for the, as cool as a Saturday, but for the price, what's, okay, uh, what's the, I don't know, is but it, it's mayhem, so the company, Normally, it's been, what, for seats, we've gotten seats last, well, we haven't went for a couple years, but last couple times we did go, we yeah. got seats, they were like 50, 60, yeah. it seems like. I know, that doesn't sound like a ton of money, but... I'm moving. It is us. <laughs> yeah, especially if you're underwhelmed by the... I mean, yeah, everybody wants to see Slayer, hey, but... Yeah, Slayer's the headliner, which... That's cool, you know. Hey, I love fucking Slayer, especially live. Right. They're a great live. But we've seen them. Well, good yeah, handful of times. Yeah. Um, King Diamond, which... It'd be cool to say you saw... Yeah, I would like to see him live, right. just because... But I'm not gonna Is kill it? myself to do it. <laughs> I'm not right. gonna. I'd uh, almost rather go to that Marmosets. Twenty minutes of their rain. You know what I mean? Like, and Hell Yeah's there, which right, I would like which, to see off yeah, of this album. Yeah, I mean, you obviously you because it was your yeah, my number one. Yeah. So that'd be There's cool. Good reasons to go. Yeah, and then Devil Wears Prada is the other band on the main stage, which I don't know. They're all right, but. Nothing I'm crazy about. And then from what I saw, it looked like there was only one side stage. Okay. Or maybe they're doing it like... I didn't get that far. I just saw the main stage. Well, you didn't miss anything because the side stage... I've heard of some of the bands. I know Whitechapel was on. I think they might have been the headliner, actually, of the side stage. Um, 
that Sister Sin, they have a chick singer, yeah. kind of regular rock. They were there. And then there were some other ones that I had heard of but hadn't really listened to. The side stage to me was just crap. I mean, nothing yeah. that I'm really interested yeah, in. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not really. So. For me, I probably won't. Even though, it's, of course, it's a Saturday. Yeah, of course, it's a Saturday. Yeah. yeah. And I, I just, I can't. Yeah. I'm just. I justify the 60 bucks to go. And then, you know, in past years when it's, when the lineup's been like this, we've like, well, we'll just get lawn and the cheaper yeah. and. Because lawn's only like, what, like 20, 25? Yeah, or but if the side bands are crap, then you don't want to do that. Yeah, because I don't want to stand, stand all day. for Slayer four miles away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I, yeah, I'm no no hurry to go to that. Yeah. So, yeah, a little disappointed with that mayhem lineup. But. And then, plus. The whole, you know, Slayer's headlining, but they got a new album coming out. They're going to be doing their own tour. Right. You in the fall that. or... Right. Sometime if you want to see Slayer. They're gonna, yeah, if you want to see them, they're going to be doing a tour. You know they will. Mm. So, um, that's the other thing with that, so... Yeah, I'll probably pass on that. Yeah. I already told the one guy at work, he was... We were talking a month or so ago before the lineup came out. About, you know, maybe getting together and going, if, depending on the lineup and whatnot. And we were talking today, and I'm like, yeah, I, was like, I don't know, man. I said, we, me and Tamara have been talking, and I don't really know if we're going to go. We're a little not overly impressed with the lineup. And, and like you said, to get seats and going to that anymore, I would rather get seats. Oh, yeah, especially that one where the only band you want to see are on the main stage. All right. It's all right to get lawn if if you you're like happy this. with the second stage yeah. and then the main stage is iffy, but yeah, then you're gonna buy beers in there. You're gonna buy food. I mean, because yeah. it's all day. Yeah, it's all day. You got to eat right. at some point, <laughs> and the fucking food prices are just ridiculous. Yeah, that's where the beer prices. Yeah, like so eight bucks for a fucking draft, like a sixteen oh, yeah, ounce draft least. or something. Yeah, unreal. <laughs> so yeah, probably won't be. This will be, I think, three years in a row. This man, which is yep. unheard of for us. <laughs> yeah, and it's not because we're getting old, people. It's because the lineups haven't been. Yeah, the lineups are good, and I mean, <laughs> and we, money's been a problem. We work one of the hard years for our money. Yeah. <laughs> Money is always an issue with me, and now I'm moving into a house, and right, yeah. So, yeah. Other than that, we do have uh, some some shows coming up. Um, yeah, like that Slayer. I saw there was a single out. Richie, yeah, posted and it. I haven't even got a chance to listen to it. I listened to it the other night. It's it's okay. I'm not gonna sit here and say, "Oh my it's god, it's great. fucking awesome." Yeah. There's it's a I don't know how long it is. It's got to be at least four or five minutes. And there's parts of it that are, you know, slayer. Then there's it's, some of it's kind of slower moving. I don't know. It's it's a good song. It's okay. It's not great. Yeah. It's a good song. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Cole Chambers coming out. I'm, yeah. so, I'm looking forward to that. I'm very interested. I am too. Well, I'm very interested in that one. Yeah. Anthrax is coming out at some point. I'm excited about that. Yeah. So, got some stuff on yeah, the horizon. Yeah, definitely going to be stuff. New bands will be coming out. So. Mm. so, I think we're good. We're, uh, hope you enjoyed the list. And I had to come up with a list. And, uh. Then we'll be taking at least next week off. Yeah, so that'll give a little leeway to come up with it. But uh, right. yeah. and we'll be back in action. So I guess without further Freddy ado, <laughs> I'm Munch, and I'm with my horns up. I'm out. <laughs> I'll crack another beer for my closer. Stanko. Stanko. Hopefully you like this list. We do like doing these negatives. Mm. They're always fun. It's fun to complain about bands, albums, whatnot. Uh, yeah, we'll be taking next week off. But then we'll be back at you. This is Stanko, Metal for Dummies. And I'm out! Boom! Boom! I got some list ideas. Oh. One. I don't know if you get in trouble for this one. <laughs> It'd be a playoff revolver. Top ten hottest tricks. Oh. Rock oh. That was the one I was kind of leaning towards. Hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah, our own hottest chicks yeah. on hard rock or metal. That. Yeah, it would be interesting. And then... Uh, you know, we did underrated singers. We, we'll space it out because we've done two negatives in a row. Overrated singers. Right, yeah. Be a good one. Yeah. Just kind of throwing some stuff, stuff around while we let it run. Yeah. And then I've been thinking, like, you know, we always got the couple times last season we threw out the, you know, we'd just pick a random year. and Right, I just, the, we can't repeat, so I don't even know if we, but I think we started naming these better, so we could probably go back and just Yeah, I think see. a couple of them you actually put the, yeah, the, the title year, of, yeah. Yeah, of what we did. So Yeah, those are always go-to. I like doing those too, because it kind of... Narrows your search down, but it makes it, it's fun too. It kind of, and it kind of makes you go back and listen to some stuff, right. maybe. Some yeah. good albums that right. maybe you, you forgot about. forgot about. Yeah, so. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, we're all good, and uh, we're going to continue to drink beer. Nobody's driving anywhere. <laughs> and uh, see you next time. Metal for Dummies loves you. Loves you.